0: Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki.
1: And I am Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. It is St. Patrick's Day. Are you not Irish at all, Grace? Uh,
0: You know, on the 23 in May... Yes, I was unfortunately incredibly British. Oh, uh, it, it took it took me by surprise. I have a disdain for a lot of.
1: Um, yeah, as we've discussed. Like
0: British, I know it, and it, it's an illness. I've got to tell you, it's not by choice. It's literally like certain accents, great on my ears, and I get really frustrated. <laughs> so finding out that I was that because I always thought my my um, original like last name was. Uh, kind of German for my dad so I thought I would be more German but I was definitely more British and then of course Japanese I am not at all Irish are you
1: Uh, I am I Ooh, what am I I'm like um, (laughs) 16% Irish my mom's a third Irish so wow. I'm, I'm like 16 and a half percent. Is, did I do the math right on that? Yeah. So.
0: You know, I never passed algebra. Me so yes. I'm
1: terrible. Mm-hmm. So bad. Either <laughs> way, happy St. Patrick's Day and happy uh, Santino Fontana and Laura Osnes getting a uh, Shamrock Shake date. Everybody out there.
0: That's such. A, that's such an old callback that I really appreciate it, and I think You're our welcome. listeners will too.
1: <laughs> You're welcome.
0: That's perfect. So as uh, usual, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio, patreon.com slash Radio, and listen to us all the time on broadwayradio.com. We're ready to get into some news today. How about that? Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, this is honestly the most uh, we will be back news that we've gotten so far, to be frank. I don't know if you felt the same way.
1: Yeah. Like this is real. Like this is not like (laughs) we'll be back someday in the future. Perhaps this is like Here's a real major, huge part of the New York theater scene saying we will be back on this day with this show and tickets will be available.
0: I know. So this is this is a real thing, you guys. Um, Hope is on the horizon for New York theater. The public theater has just announced that Shakespeare in the Park, which plays outdoors at the Central Parks Delacorte Theater, will open this summer for 2021. They mean it. They mean it. They said it. They put it in writing. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. So here's a statement from the theater. Um, We have spent the last year getting ready. We have been producing new work and preparing a safe return. We've grieved. We've zoomed. We've innovated, supported our communities and connected to our city. We've gathered brilliant artists to imagine summer under the stars in Central Park. And we are planning a return of free Shakespeare in the park beginning July 5th through August 29th with Merry Wives, a fresh and joyous adaptation by Jocelyn Bio of Shakespeare's Merry Wives of Windsor, directed by our Associate Artistic Director and Resident Director uh, Sahim Ali. And uh, it's set in South Harlem amidst a vibrant and eclectic community of West African immigrants. Merry Wives will be a celebration of Black joy, laughter, and vitality, a New York story with the tricks of the heart performed in the heart of the city. How beautiful is that sound?
1: That's so good. I'm so excited uh, about this. I have never... Not- Never been to Shakespeare in the Park because I uh, honestly try to avoid summer in the city. Uh, so very few of my trips happen in the summer. But I could not be happier um, about this news. This is just like, oh my God, it's real. Like this is not something that is just being bandied about on social media and message boards and podcasts like this is something real that is substantial and is actually knock on wood uh going to happen
0: yeah i mean it's it's just it's crazy to see these dates that could really very much happen it's not like you know oh we expect to be back by this time it's concrete it's real it's something to get excited about do i give a shit about being in the park not really. Do we give a shit about Shakespeare? Definitely not. Will I try to go? You bet your ass. So I, I'm, I'm pumped about it. And uh, before we get into the rest of the show, we'd like to take a moment to talk about our sponsor, Express ExpressVPN.
1: So as we've all revealed to you many times over the last few weeks, Netflix (laughs) hides thousands of shows and movies from you based on your location, and then has the nerve, gall, and audacity all wrapped into one to increase their prices. But you can be smart about it and make sure that you get your full money's worth by using ExpressVPN like I do. Using ExpressVPN, I can control what country I want Netflix to think that I'm in. That way I can see whatever I want to see.
0: Yeah, ExpressVPN has over 90 countries to choose from, so every time I run out of stuff to watch, which has been happening, I don't know if you guys know, we've been in a pandemic for a year, um, I just switched to another country to unlock new shows. And here's the best part, you can use ExpressVPN to unlock shows on other streaming services too.
1: Yeah, it's honestly the only way to watch things on the internet. So, be smart, stop paying full price for streaming services, and only get access to a fraction of their content get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash broadway radio don't forget to use our link so that you get three extra months free
0: that's e-x-p-r-e-s-s-v-p-n.com slash broadway radio expressvpn.com slash broadway radio to learn more Let's uh, talk about some shows coming back to New York. Uh, we started off with a with a high one, and now we're going to get into some uh, unauthorized parodies. Are you ready?
1: <laughs> Let's do
0: it. <laughs> so The Office, a musical parody, the unauthorized send-up of the hit TV series, has announced that it is among the first of the off-Broadway shows to resume in-person performances in New York City at 33% capacity. They're going to start Friday, April 9th, 2021, at 7.30 p.m., continuing its open-ended run at the Jerry Orbach Theater um at the Theater Center which is crazy like <laughs> i didn't i didn't know that we were going to revive this show did you
1: no i you know i know people like it wasn't isn't a f- semi friend of yours wasn't she in it um
0: yeah katie joe yeah. was playing angela in the original production i don't know if she'll be joining back who's to say i can't yeah, find out. Yeah, uh, But the cat ha- uh, Wow, the cat It's because my cat is outside the door right now Screaming oh to be let in And yeah, I'm just not gosh. having I'm not having it But the cast has yet to be announced <laughs> The production originally opened in the fall of 2018 But then it had to stop do the pandemic, like they they were still running. So they will reopen with numerous safety precautions, upgrades, and protocols in place, including everyone that works in the building will be fully vaccinated. Now, when I read that, that means house managers, ushers, actors, stage managers, dressers, technicians, treasurers, et cetera. Um, I don't know what strings they have to pull to get that, um, but I, wa- I want everyone to be able to have the vaccine. I'm just like curious, in order to come back, they all have to be vaccinated. Does that yeah. mean that they just like figure it out or are they pulling strings to make sure that these people are
1: look with all due respect to the office of musical parody i don't know that they have the the power to pull those types of strings but i will say it seems like new york is much better at getting people vaccinated than other states say florida where i am still not able to Mm -hmm. to get a vaccine um Mm -hmm. so maybe it's just that like hey New York people have gotten a little bit more leeway in terms of when they were able to get them. And they're just assuming that everybody will be back, you know, getting because right. it. it's supposed to be like a 10 day period after you get the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. So like they would have to get it. Soon, like within the next couple months yeah. or a couple weeks, I mean, right. it, that's, that's assuming that
0: they're having their second dose, like right. they're fully vaccinated.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, you know, good luck to them all. I hope it happens.
0: Yeah. So, in other off Broadway show returning news, blah, 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 the super crazy fun time show Never heard of is that. set to return. On April 2nd. I know you've never heard of it, and neither had I. So I looked it up and I'm (laughs) going to read what was on their website. Okay. Super crazy fun time variety game show hour is a hilariously insane show that places you into the audience at a live taping of a fictional TV show overflowing with weird characters, interactive games, mysteries, puppets, prizes, surprises, and so much more. You have never experienced anything like it. Give your brain a break. Hop aboard the crazy train and get lit. (laughs) Get Lit with Dino, Francis, Leafy, Scotchy, and Friends. It's the super crazy fun time variety game show hour.
1: No, it's not. Look, I am very glad. I hope a lot of people see this and are very entertained by it. But anybody who unironically uses the term lit in their press copy No, it's not for me. It's not. It's just not for me. (laughs) not for
0: you. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, so it says that the award-winning and vaccinated cast will bring joy to your quarantine life with memorable characters. All the things that I described to you earlier, you deserve a laugh after a long 2020. I agree. Um, Again, don't know how these people are getting vaccinated, but kudos to them. Check it out. Highly recommend based on that intense breakdown. And uh, now we're going to talk to some AEA things. Oh boy. So uh, here at Broadway Radio, we've been giving you guys the lowdown on AEA, Actors Equity Association. Uh, their either you know uh, their new protocols. They they issued something on March third, uh, twenty twenty-one. Uh, basically, trying to give you all of these new protocols in place to go back to work. Unfortunately. A lot of them are really misguided, and it's like a 13-page document. We'll, we'll give it to you uh, in the show notes to, to read over if you'd like. Uh, but here is an open letter to Kate Schindel and Mary McCall that I'm going to read to you guys, uh, The kind of the gist of it. So as members of Actors' Equity, we are growing increasingly concerned that while many aspects of our lives are moving forward towards a new sense of normalcy, our union is not. Based on the impracticality and numerous impossibilities found in the recently updated March 3rd, 2021 COVID-19 procedures and protocols, many Equity members and many theaters have grown deeply frustrated and increasingly concerned about the lack of practical details on how to return to work. So these are the questions. Will new protocols look the same for every contract in every theater? Will equity follow the core principles established by Dr. Michaels and prioritize collaboration in establishing detailed protocols? When will equity welcome the input of new members? Will the guidelines established by other unions that have Members back to work be used as a guiding resource when relevant. I think they're referencing SAG here. Specifically, how will the increasing rollout of the vaccine change and affect protocols? Some notable signatures on this open list are Rob McClure, Karen Olivo, Eden Espinosa, and it goes on and on today.
1: So many people signed on this already. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, It's just, I'm glad that they're saying something because, I mean, the document has things about how like, Everyone in rehearsal has to have like plexiglass between them and 12 feet of distance while they're singing and all these things that are incredibly impossible to regulate. And because people are starting to get the vaccine, those things aren't totally necessary. Right. But they just released this. So they're saying that these people can't go to work unless they have those things. Well, that means that people that are not equity are more likely to probably get these jobs. That And these are the people that have been paying dues over the course right. of the year without working. So they're just feeling really disenfranchised. I totally understand. I don't know how you feel about this.
1: Well, look, this is something we've been talking about recently when um, equity put out that statement about the um the open culture things not being approved all that stuff and and my point when we were talking about that was that equity is not the leadership equity's leadership works for the members and they do not seem to have been able to keep that at the forefront of their decision-making process throughout the course uh, the course of the past year they seem to be um, I don't think they're working for themselves because I don't think they're like gaining anything from from these outdated policies. But they really aren't doing the best to serve their members. And one of the things in this letter is that th- the letter itself says it seems like we've been in this pandemic for a year, and yet they are still operating under the science from 12 from months, months ago. ago. Yeah, rather yeah. than the stuff that's <laughs> changing as we see every day with so many people being vaccinated across the country and it it just seems like if if it's taken them until you know March 3rd to update these protocols like why aren't they talking to the doctors and doing things to make these changes? Up until that very last second, it just seems again like everybody in the New York theater community hates New York theater, um, and obviously <laughs> AEA applies to everywhere in the United States. But like, it's just like the the Broadway League, um, all the producers, um, which stuff we've talked about before, um, and AEA is like doing everything they can to not make it possible to return. And I am all for doing everything you can to make it safe. It is something that is absolutely 100%, um, uh, you know, necessary. That's the union's job, but like actually do the job of figuring out ways to make it safe rather than just putting up obstacles that make it impossible for people who literally pay your salaries. Not that Kate, Kate Schindel's position is, is yeah. a non paying, uh, but like the ones who pay to make equity happen, Give them the opportunities to go make money. And and it's just for some reason, they don't seem to be able to figure out how to do that.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping that things like this, I'm glad that people feel motivated and empowered to not call out, but kind of be like, hey, we're sticking up for all of our members. You know, it's not just the elite top. Broadway, no matter what they've got top billing, you know, above the marquee people, it's, it's everyone across the country, like you said, so I'm, I'm really eager to see uh, some changes going forward and and I hope it serves everybody well. Yeah. So I'm going to get to my final feel good recommendation, which I don't know if you've seen this, um, uh, but yeah. uh, um, no, you have. You freaking have, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Stephen Colbert last night on his show highlighted the pandemic's effect on out of work actors. It was a really funny video featuring uh, Laura Benanti. Was it? And no, hold, on. hold
1: on, was it was it a really funny video though? That's that's up for debate. Ew
0: funny it's just that it was a funny take on a very real okay. thing okay. like right. you know what i mean and, and so what but what's also funny is that to me is that like it. they were talking about out of work actors and i'm like everyone in the arts is out of work i mean yeah. i would have loved like technicians at home doing a lighting cue for somebody going out of the kitchen you know what i mean yeah. i felt like there were so many missed opportunities that somebody should do, because I'm thinking about all the other people <laughs> that are affected by this, yeah. because people that live with actors already have to hear memory every time they forget something. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they already have to deal with that. I want to see somebody like laying out a stage plan for, you know, a pizza night.
1: Yeah, yeah. Explain what the video is, because since I interrupted you, I apologize.
0: Oh no, no, no. That's okay. It's basically just uh, it's oh, Stephen Colbert was talking about how everyone, all these actors are out of work, and so what they're doing is they're at home and basically performing for their partners, or having to, you know, just like perform for their kid. Like Christopher Jackson sings this song to like his son uh, eating cereal, and it's just very silly. Yeah. So highly recommend you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I just like that uh, somebody called this out you know i've seen on uh good morning america and all these other shows have been like it's been a year since broadway shut down and they're like oh look at all these people pivoting to these side hustles and i'm like yeah um but why don't you talk about the ingenuity of these entrepreneurs like they're have they're having to find this other thing like because there's no relief you know what i'm saying like i mean there's a lot of like good exciting happy things about it but it's also like really disturbing you know not every like the laura Osneses of this industry are going to get cameos or they're going to get like these broadway Hallmark plus movies. requests yeah they're going to get work that's fine I, i'm talking about like the second tier of people that you see uh, working consistently but they're not the ones that are requested because everyone's at home you're more likely to get somebody like a laura Osnes to do some kind of performance or q a um yeah you know what i mean versus like normal times so that's that's the only concern that i have with all of this is that i just want um everyone to be heard on like how this struggle has has really highlighted how little we care for the arts in our country well
1: and not only that but like we don't value it the fact that we're like celebrating the fact that they are just doing something else look if if machinists or or farmers we're doing something, um, and for some reason they weren't able to do their job. We would be having outcries about we have to figure oh. out a way to get people back to work. Hell, here's the thing yeah. people in meat packing plants and being in a pandemic were dying because of COVID because we couldn't figure out ways to keep them safe because we didn't care enough to keep them we safe. Didn't care. The thing is, people in the arts shouldn't have to pivot to something else if they don't want to. If they are getting hired, you know, it's one thing if, you know, no one wants to hire them. But if these are people who Mm -hmm. have people who want to pay for them to work, we should be more concerned about getting them back to work, not celebrating the fact that they have to come up with some other way to make money because their industry is completely destroyed because we don't give a damn about what they do or really anybody because this whole year has shown that we don't really care about people in this country. Yeah yeah (laughs) anyway let's move on before i get yeah
0: no that that's our show you know our feel-good recommendation is always like uh and i hope you learned something today children i hope you learned something.
1: (laughs) the more you know
0: the more you know the gift. oh that keeps on giving thank you for listening today on broadway follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at broadway radio you can find me on twitter and instagram at it's grace aki matt where can people find you
1: they can find me on twitter and instagram at bww matt
0: oh thank you guys so much have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow